Welcome to Heat Check here on this Wednesday evening from the Bill Austin Radio Studio. We have the full crew back, and we also have an addition as well. Captain Mulater, joined by Riley Swenson, Ryan Secor, Scott Sanjuli, and our current guest picker champion, Jake Seymour, yes. who went 8-4 this past week. And because of his great performance, we get him on for the full show now. Welcome, Jake. Thank you. I was just taking my victory lap today. I figured I had to come on and I because I, I called in last week. I wasn't able mm-hmm. to come in, so yeah. I had to come in this week and discuss the picks. I went eight and four, better than every everyone on Heat Check. So here's my victory lap. Congratulations. Good job, Jake. Thank you. I, I, I really did. I put a lot of yeah, exactly. I put a lot of thought into the picks. Tried my best, and um, I guess sometimes you you prevail. I don't know what Ryan is doing right now. Kevin, I don't know what you're doing in there. Why are the lights turned off in the studio? It's a vibe. It's a vibe? It's like vibe. A, we you, can't see you. What about... Well, you I like it that way. It's a mystery. It's what a about, mystery. like, the neon lights? Like, the light strip? Could you, is that on? That is on right now, yes. Oh. There's, it's, I don't know how I can change the color, but I it's currently red. I think the glass red. is tinted. We can't really see the, the light colors. Well, it's also directly above the window pane as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that, that would make sense. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Also, Scott, you're not facing me, which is kind of why. Ryan is currently switching out chairs right now. Now now Scott's facing me. All right, um, so let's dive into it. We didn't do a pod, so let's give a quick recap into week five. Uh, we'll start with uh, Bama, Arkansas. Bama going into Fayetteville and proving why they're, at least in our mind, in the heat check pull, the nation's best team. I, I was very pleased with that game because if you listened last week, what I said was going to happen. I gave two outcomes. They both happened in a way where I said Arkansas might keep this one close and it could be interesting. Then I also said that Nick Saban Alabama would say, no, we're Nick Saban in Alabama. This is how it goes. And that's exactly what happened is Arkansas got it real close and then Alabama went, nope, we're better than you. And Gibbs ran for a 73-yard touchdown and that was that. And it was awesome. And I... I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to Bryce Young now. Yeah, that's the probably the biggest news. I mean, it is the biggest news. But it was also how Jalen Milrow struggled at first and then kind of came out of his shell, had that big run, and then took off, and Alabama looked like Alabama again. I thought Arkansas was going to hang with him for a second, and then they didn't. Well, who would have ever thought that a quarterback <laughs> with a scholarship offered to Alabama would be good at football? Not I. I mean, Paul Tyson had a scholarship at Alabama, so he did. We'll give him a on, chance. We'll hold on that one. Give him a chance. Not a big Emory Jones guy, Riley Swenson. Why would you be there? One and four. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not I don't wrong. know if I'd say Emory Jones is necessarily the problem, but why not try something else? There's a lot of problems within Arizona State football. Kevin doesn't want to talk about state, but. <laughs> we could talk about it. We we could talk about that. Would you guys want to talk about ASU then talking no, about? No, uh, I do not want to talk about ASU football. I mean, I was at the Coliseum. I can tell you exactly how it went down Saturday. Jake, actually, yeah, let's get, let's get a recap here from our <sighs> reporter on site. Reporter on site, Jake Seymour. I mean, it basically came down to third down and a tail of two halves, right? I mean, ASU mm-hmm. played a really good first half. Uh, they scored on their first three drives, all in the first half. And then they had a prime opportunity to take the lead in that first drive of the second half. They received the ball. And they couldn't make any uh, anything out of it. So mm-hmm. it really came down to not executing opportunities in the second half and kind of falling apart. Also, they couldn't tackle at all. That that will be a problem. Yeah. Um, like Donnie Henderson said on Monday in his presser that, that his players just have to grab cloth and not just, you know, 
grab the player. They, they have to grab something on the player. So, I don't know. Can they do it this week against Washington? Sure, theoretically, yeah. But who knows what's going to happen. I mean, that's... When you're pressuring the quarterback and you get in the backfield like that, you almost think you're eventually going to get some sacks. And to come away, with the amount of pressure and quarterback hurries they had, it's hard to believe that they only had one sack. Well, you yeah. hit... You and Notre Dame Nick would be great friends about the tackling thing because, as he says in his small-town Midwestern accent, you can tell the can't aren't good at coaching when they can't tackle. And he's right. Yeah. It's, a, it's a true reflection of the coaching. I don't think in this case it's the uh, yeah. coaching. I just think it's poor execution. Yeah, I, I'd agree with Jay. They, they always try to – you never notice ASU. I feel like every time they try and tackle someone, there's always one dude just ripping at the ball. And I'm like, how about we just tackle him? The yeah. ball is key, though, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, until the, I forget who the tight end from Utah was, but they, some guy tried to like rip at the ball for 10 yards, then he gained 75 yards on the play. Just just tackle him. They just got to wrap up, grab cloth. I mean, and it, it's unfortunate, right, because you watch that first half and you think, okay, ASU has a chance here to actually make a really good game here. And, you know, they were on the road in the Coliseum against the number six ranked USC Trojans. And it was an opportunity to kind of turn the ship around, so to speak. And it seems like seemingly they kind of blew it in that second half. I mean, it was a four-point game at the half, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. completely laid an egg in that second half. It was, it was, I mean, I don't want to say the cliche, but it really was a tale of two halves. Yeah, but you know what, though? They covered. That's right. Good teams win. Great teams Great cover. teams cover. Can we get back to actual football teams now? Yes. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma State Baylor. Thoughts on that one? Kind of a snooze fest. I knew it was happening, but I also didn't know it was happening. It, I looked at ESPN like two hours after the game finished, and I saw that Oklahoma State had won again. I think I picked Baylor, so I was a little disappointed. But I genuinely forgot that that game was occurring, mostly because, you know, it was at the 3.30 window when I'm always watching the SEC game. Mm-hmm. That's right. That is absolutely right. But yeah. I think Oklahoma State's legit. I, think. I agree. I agree. They're, yeah. They are... I would put them in my playoff right now, and not like in their top, as in they're a top four team at this moment. But if I'm projecting to who we're going to be watching on okay. New Year's Eve and New Year's, I think they are going to win the Big Twelve, go undefeated, and have the right to lose to Bama or Georgia. One of us picked the Pokes, didn't we? That was I me. Did. That I was, also yeah, picked I the Pokes. Really. Two of us picked the Pokes. You picked the Pokes as well. I this you does were not. Texas. This does not check. This I thought does your not Big Twelve track. team was Texas, Riley. Yeah, yeah, you didn't. You did not make the books. Things change, Kevin. Not not after you've made the selections. Preseason, I think I was the only one who picked the pokes. Yeah, this is. True. Oh, I thought I thought you meant uh, yeah, to beat Baylor. No, we're no. talking about the preseason. No, I did not before. pick Oklahoma State. Yeah, Riley picked Texas and Notre Dame, which is it's tough. Notre Dame has a chance Wait. to build their New Year's Six resume this weekend. They still though. have two losses. It I'm got, saying New Year's Six resume. It's it got a, it got buzz around the show. I pulled a Desmond Howard. All right. Did you did you guys see Desmond's playoff from this week? Oh jeez! No no no! Sorry, not this week. Sorry, Only the imagine. beginning of the season. Yeah, that's, what, that's like, what I'm referring to. Pitt, Pittsburgh, Michigan, Pitt, Michigan, Baylor, A and M, A and M. Like my man, either doesn't watch college football, which I'm not quite sure Desmond Howard does, or also is just like the greatest like <laughs> troller in the history of trollers. I mean, Michigan is in the top four, according to uh, Michigan's a playoff team as of now. Well, the, it's a, that's the AP poll. It doesn't mean anything. Michigan will not be a top 
four. Seven team when the college ball playoff poll is released. So they'll probably have to lose twice, probably, then Which, in order to drop out of the top. No, no, no. If they, no, no, if they, they beat no, Penn they, State at home next week, they okay, are going that, to have, they're going to be undefeated no, 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 going into true. Ohio State, dude. This is true. This is true. They do play Penn State. This is a good point from Scott. Um, They might be a top seven team if they beat Penn State. I don't know if right now, if the college ball playoff poll was released this Thursday, tomorrow night, if they would be a top seven, top eight team in the country, mm-hmm. because their resume is downright atrocious, other than the fact that they've put up points against everybody not named Maryland, and they still needed to get bailed out. They didn't get the bailed out against they, Maryland. They kind of did. They led that game almost the entire way. Maryland yeah, just never, ne- Maryland never went away. That's yeah, how that but game went. you got to put teams like that away. You can't deny that. Right. Maryland is not a team in which Michigan should be remotely. Close with, or at least a Michigan team that is currently ranked what fourth? Maryland is eight and four caliber, if you ask me. Uh, the eight and four caliber is great. Alabama takes eight and four caliber teams and Stops. chews them up, spits them out, maybe does some other stuff with them. Just See, I, Ryan, I feel like we usually agree on most stuff on this show. I, I disagree wholeheartedly with what you're saying. With the idea that these teams that are high ranked should just blow out every team that isn't high ranked, like the Georgia Missouri game. Everyone like also wild. Yeah, everyone's like, oh well, Georgia, they're not that good anymore. It, well, listen to Kirby Smart's post game presser. It's hard to win in the SEC. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who you're playing. Mm-hmm. It's hard to win in the Big Ten. It doesn't matter who you're playing. And I, I, I hate when everyone gets this idea of oh they, they didn't win by thirty. Not a good win. They they won the dang football game. Well, and mm-hmm. to credit what Riley's saying, you look around this room right now, other than Jake, who's not a part of the heat check poll voting process, there's only one person that kept Georgia at one. That was me. Mm-hmm. So I get exactly what you're saying. And maybe it's because you think Alabama's better, right? And but it was more the fact that Alabama got a big road win than the fact that, that... And that's fair. That's why, that's why I, I came. At one. I came dangerously close. Oh, actually, I did. I put Georgia at three this week. That's wild. See, that's, that's atrocious. Yeah. That's, that's, not, that's not wild. Scott, that's inaccurate. You, hold on. And this comes after Scott just trolled everybody on the Heat Check staff for other rankings over the last week and a half or so, and then he does that. So, What makes you think Georgia's better than Ohio State right now? What makes me think Georgia's better than Ohio State? Yes. I think they have a better football coach. They have a very clear identity that makes their floor much, much higher, which means they can win games like that. Their quarterback, Stetson Bennett, is probably, on paper, the worst part about that team. And he might win the Heisman. When you look at the paper, <laughs> he might win the when you look at the paper, he's a Heisman <laughs> contender right now. They are loaded at every position. They run the ball efficiently. Their defense is somehow almost as good as the all-world defense of 2021, and their offense got better. And they have three tight ends better than Ohio State. Brock Bowers, Darnell Washington. I forget the third guy's name. And the third guy. I know know he's damn good. The fourth guy starts for the Buckeyes probably too. Eric Eric Gilbert, who was an LSU commit at one point. Uh, They're all like Mm -hmm. 6'6 plus. They catch the ball. They run block. They'll all be in the NFL in two years. Also, the the win against Oregon just keeps looking better. Oregon is better yeah. and better mm-hmm. every week. And that's a fair point Oregon as well. Oregon beat the brakes off Stanford. Or- the, Oregon is good. The Ducks are coming. Dan Lanning is a very good football coach as well. And you lose that guy, and your team continues to roll on down the track, right? I, they weren't rolling on down the track against Missouri. Scott, they have had Scott. one game this season where they had a brief stop at Central Station, and then they were like, oh, we got bored here. 
Let's move. Let's keep on moving. Can I can I say this? It's really tough to get up for a game in Columbia, Missouri. I don't care how tough it and is also, to get up for a game. Also, Scott, real quick. Also, Ben, ben Bacorny even left Columbia, Missouri. It was that bad. Also, Scott, here's this. Also, Ohio State's best win still to this day is a two-loss Notre Dame team. And which they only beat them by. They only won twenty-one times. Correct and. At home. Georgia's best win of the year. Neutral site, not that neutral. Yeah, I get it. They were in Atlanta. Oregon kind of traveled well. They beat the brakes off a team that's much better than Notre Dame is on paper. Again, everything we say here is what? It is on, on paper. paper. You can't do anything until two teams meet at the line of scrimmage and you go. I still think Georgia's the best team in the country, and I will until they're beaten. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody right now, if Alabama goes in and continues to win and Georgia continues to win, Georgia will be above them for me the entire year, especially as Oregon continues to win in a Pac-12 that is good. arguably the second-best conference in football five this teams. year. Ooh. Five teams. What are you five teams whoa, 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 ranked. Whoa, 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 whoa. There are five teams ranked Scott, in the Pac-12 Scott, Scott, right Scott, now. Scott, 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 Scott. No, hold on, hold on. The Pac-12 has more teams ranked than the Big Ten. Yeah, you might say the Big Ten's no, floor not, is higher. Just listen. Just listen to this for a second. UCLA is not staying in, these, in the rankings for long. I don't. Why I don't would believe, they? I don't, but, 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 I don't believe they're that good of a team. What? What? No, stop, stop, stop. Because I'm going to stop you here because we do this all the time. And what was so wonderful about Peyton and Gabe on the show is they would have merited statements with entirely backed upon claims to their theory. Why is UCLA not a good football team? I'm, they have a I'm very good quarterback. Not as good as their ranking suggests. Yes, DTR is great. Zach Charbonnet is phenomenal. Fantastic. But that defense, I don't know. They beat South Alabama by one point. And, and then they just have gave up 16 unanswered points in the fourth quarter and nearly blew the game to Washington. To a very young Washington Huskies but team. Still, still, the point matters is that they can run the ball with the best of them in the country. Their quarterback is what everybody thought Anthony Richardson, everybody including me, thought Anthony Richardson was after the Utah win. DTR is electric. He breaks people out of their shoes. He can throw the football. He can run the football. He can also hand it off to Zach Charbonnet who might be the most underrated running back, not only in the Pac-12, maybe in the I'm, country. I'm not disagreeing with you that the Pac-12 is a great conference. I think the Big 12 is I think the, the Big, Big 12, 12 is just a little better. The Big, so you have the Big 10 in fourth yes. this year? What? I mean, think. Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Who else? Riley, you're the Big 10 guy. Speak. Minnesota is good, I'm, but that was very I'm with, concerning. I'm with Scott on this one, too. So what do you have? You have an SEC a mile, and then you've got Big 12, Pac-12, Big 10. Yeah, that would be where I'd put them. Yep, then ACC right right on the same level. Hey, big time. hey Scott. Tough to be an ACC guy. Regarding the UCLA offense, this is a UCLA offense that's averaging 506 yards of total offense per game. I didn't say their offense wasn't good. He just doesn't like their defense, which I, I can like respect. But if you're comparing it to a Big 12 team, that's an average. That's a Big 12 team right there then. Okay, well, they played one legitimate opponent this year. And so, so did Ohio State. Wisconsin is a legitimate opponent. They are? They just fired their head coach. It's still one of the most it's still a power five team. You're, they you're just talking fired about you're their talking head about coach. that was very wrong of them to do. Yeah, they I think not they are that. going to seriously regret that. You're talking about the winless in conference Wisconsin Badgers? Wow, two or three games in the conference? My god. Valid point by Scott. It's only been two or three games. You gotta give them like a And Wisconsin chance. always comes on towards the end of the season. Always. I, I mean they probably they might not anymore without Paul Chris. But, I mean, the Washington State loss, yeah, that was inexcusable. They got thrashed by Ohio State. Illinois, I think, is actually pretty decent this year. I mean, I don't think the score reflected how dominant. Uh, I mean, 
the the 34-10 final score didn't reflect how I thought Wisconsin played in that game. I thought I, how did Wisconsin play in that game then in your mind? If they you, if you they played the a competitive game and they let it get out of hand in the second half by a mile, and that's the sign of a team that maybe isn't the best coach team. When you go in, you're in a tight game. You got to talk to people. We just talked about how Arizona State is a bad football team. They went into a game in the Coliseum. We're close. Jake just talked about it. And we've questioned their coach. Riley just did. They blew it in the third quarter. They played awfully. They played poorly. And when Wisconsin does it, it's not Paul Christ's fault. Maybe it was time to go. Before we move on to the next thing, I do want to point out UCLA, defensively, per the NCAA's official stats, that is just yardage per game, and then points allowed defensively, Consensus top 30 team defensively in the country. And maybe the underlying numbers aren't there, but yardage and, po- yardage and points, the two mm-hmm. biggest factors when you weigh a defense, are in their favor to go along with that offense. We're not talking about UCLA anymore, though. I just wanted to get that in. I'll just say this. I thought I had the most wild Big Ten take today, and Scott just took that away. What's your Big Ten take? Illinois is going to win the conference? No, I, my Big Ten take is that Michigan's got to be really careful this weekend going to Bloomington. I agree. Uh, I, don't, I think, think they've got to be careful. I'm, I not, saying, I'm not saying they I mean, lose. first road conference game, so yeah, it'll be a little more competitive well, than it should be. Well, they just played at Iowa last no, they just played at Oh, Iowa. yeah, excuse me. I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about Michigan I'm not saying they lose. That's I'm why they should they be, be I'm not saying they lose. I'm just saying they've got to be very careful. I as long as they win this game, they're going to go home for a top-10 game with Penn State. Should they win that, the entire country is going to shut up about them and think they're legit, and they're going to go into Ohio State 10-0 and lose by 50. I just don't think they lose by 50, but... <laughs> I think they lose by 20, if that. C.J. Stroud is good. No, the, the firing of Paul Christ, to me, I, I, I have two schools of thought on it, and I, I understand what they're doing because they want to be, in their mind, they, they, Wisconsin thinks they're elite, which they're not. Have you ever been to the mm-hmm. state of Wisconsin? It's not elite. <laughs> been there several times. That is factual information. But also... So they want, to, they want a coach that's going to get them there. Understandable. But Wisconsin isn't one of these places where you need, where if you have an elite coach, you're going to get all this elite talent. Wisconsin doesn't have a recruiting pipeline through there. That's that's why I think ASU needs an elite head unless, coach. Unless you're a running back. Fair. <laughs> or an offensive lineman. But they, that that's tried and true. It doesn't, doesn't work to win national championships. You need guys on the other side of the ball, and you need a quarterback. And But for Wisconsin, they're – their identity is their goal should be nine and three every year, ten and two, yeah. sneak mm-hmm. into Indianapolis maybe. It's that's pretty much every Big Ten West team. That's that's their ceiling. I feel like that's just the PJ Fleck method at this point. Yeah, and I've I've spoken on that before a couple times, right? It's mm-hmm. the Iowa method, it's the Kirk Ferentz, whatever you want to call it. Every team in the Big Ten West, as Riley points yeah. out. You know what? If you have a great season, Northwestern even somehow you guys even can sneak into Indianapolis <laughs> and play, right? 2020. I think Wisconsin sees this as a 18. moment for them to jump into a new era of college football, which is all about motion and spread. And this is what Peyton Gallagher would be saying. So I'm going to put on his little uh, little Peyton Gallagher, um, right? But I think this is Wisconsin trying to fire their coach early so they can get ahead in the race for Lance Leipold. The Kansas head coach, who's having a wow. phenomenal year. You look at Leipold. He was the head coach at uh, a school in Wisconsin. I believe it was a D3 school in Wisconsin. I Wisconsin-Whitewater. Was it Whitewater? It I wasn't was sure. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin-Whitewater was really successful there. Went to Buffalo, was really successful there. Has gone to Kansas, has been really successful in raising the floor and the ceiling 
of a program that has not been anything other than a brief stretch with Mark Mangino. I honestly, I think it's that. When you look at a guy who has roots buried in Wisconsin, Nebraska just fired their coach. I think that's where Wisconsin is working here. Jim Leonard's a fantastic defensive coach. The big, big name of the defensive coaches, they got hired over this offseason. Marcus Freeman has struggled early at Notre Dame, a program that has a much higher floor, a much higher ceiling than Wisconsin. This is Wisconsin trying to get in and try and get ahead in the coaches' arms race this season because there's going to be another one. There's going to be one every year now, it feels like. Last year might have been tenfold of what a normal year is going to look like. Every year from here on out is going to be two or threefold times that much. You're going to see so much coaching changes Stuff like that. I think this is Wisconsin trying to get out ahead of it and say Lance Leipold's our guy or whoever our guy is, whether it be, I mean, you look at across the board, Garrett Riley at TCU, Jamie Chadwell, Dan Mullen is at ESPN right now. All the guys that are elite big-name offensive minds, go after them. See what you can like, get out of it. Like uh, Notre Dame Nick said to Kirk Ferentz, and you should probably tell to, to Chris as well, Somebody tell Kirk Ferentz we're living in a world of rockets and planes, not horses and buggies. Kirk they, Ferentz is a... They should tell that to the whole entire Big Ten West. It's working for Illinois. Yeah, I guess. Be I'm very, very disappointed in the Gophers. Very, I'm very upset by that loss. As, as am I, But Scott. people need to remember there was no Mo Ibrahim in that game. Yeah, it, so. was weird. it was a weird thing, too. He was dressed and ready to go and then just didn't play. So I don't know. I don't really know what the deal was there. It was PJ Fleck tanking to make sure they can go to the um, Las Vegas Bowl every year and not go to the uh, Rose Bowl. Smart. Who doesn't want to see the Gophers in the Rose Bowl? Come on. Or the guaranteed rate bowl here at Chase Field. That's true. I mean, I think the only other game we haven't really talked about on our little rundown. I guess there's two because we got through Bama, Arkansas. We've kind of gone off track a little bit. Yeah. Wake, Florida State was tough. Right? A good game. Wake was always, I think, a little bit better, yeah. and their quality showed out at the end. I was impressed by the Seminoles' fight, though. Yeah, and I, was I very think impressed. that's been the biggest thing with Florida State is they've they fight, man. They Johnny Wilson, number one graded, according to uh, PFF, number one graded wide receiver in one-on-one coverage this year. Hope Let that pro- sink in, Sunday fans. Hope you're proud of Edwards. <laughs> well, you're going to see a lot of guys at ASU that have left over the last couple of years really be successful. I mean, even Jaden Daniels, even Tommy, is finding Hale. some success. He's actually, I think, I looked, I, I saw a stat on the other day. Jaden Daniels is the second most successful runner in the entirety of the SEC, just behind Rocket. Um, what's the um, What's the Arkansas running back's last name? Rocket. Uh, Rocket Sanders. Rocket Sanders. Like Jaden Daniels is having a good year. He just can't throw the football. Which is kind of the number one job of a kind quarterback. Of the, kind of the thing, you know. He's like a point guard, but he can't dribble. <laughs> yeah, yet LSU is four and one, and is potentially, according to the AP people, at least a top twenty-five team in the country. Which is wrong. LSU could sneak their way into a big bowl game if they keep winning. There, there's a reason we play games, AP voters. Florida State beat them. Why are they not ranked in LSU? As it makes no LSU's sense. LSU's a little hotter. Somehow. It's it's dumb. That's it's true. recency bias yeah, that, is dumb. That is bad. They're both four and one. And FSU Florida State's loss it. was to Wake Forest a good loss. Like, yeah, that's a good loss. FSU had fight, kind of like NC State had fight against Clemson, but we'll keep saying it. I am. I have never been honestly more happy to see my conference pick lose. I was very. I picked NC State to win the ACC preseason, but because I didn't think Clemson would be what they were in the past. Clemson's back, and I'm very happy. About I'm so that. happy for DJ Uyunglele. Yeah, I just like listening to Chris Fowler say that. 
Ooyong Double A. He gets that going. Oh, it's awesome stuff. That's, that's he fantastic. is just everything he was advertised as, as the Trevor Lawrence replacement. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it took him time. I don't know if he was ready to take on that mantle for a team that lost some weapons too. And then this year, he was very prepared to take on that mantle. Almost over-prepared. It has showed. He has been fantastic when it's needed most. I don't think their ceiling is national championship. I certainly think playoff is what they can get. I think they have they, their last two games with Wake and NC State. I think that might those are their two toughest opponents on paper, and they've beaten them both. We'll see where those two teams fall at the end of the year. I yeah. don't know. I think that that Atlantic is so tough because I think at some point mm-hmm. those two teams are going to beat up on each other. You might get two nine and three teams, and those are Clemson's two best wins, and they're twelve and zero. They'll they'll both be. Ranked or close yeah, to no, ranked, no, of course. Yeah. They'll be top 15 teams in the country, probably. And Clemson will be in the playoff if they go 12-0, 13-0, a doubt. Absolutely. I don't know if they've they got anything in. on Bama, Georgia. Speaking of playoff, though, the SEC three-team playoff, I Over. figured out a way. It's still in play. How is it Who's still in play? Who's the 13th? Tennessee. Yes. Because if they beat... Play Rocky Top. If they beat Bama and then Georgia beats them and we have... Uh, they're, all, they're all one-loss teams. I think there's a way... Like a, like a triad of just weirdness? Well, no. So the way it would have to happen is Tennessee beats Alabama, mm-hmm. but Alabama still wins the West. And then you have so their one loss. Then you have Georgia beats Tennessee, so they still win the East. So that's Tennessee's one loss. And then Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC Championship, so all three at one loss. So you'd have a 12-1 and Bama... A twelve and one Georgia, an eleven one Tennessee, and an eleven and one non-conference championship appearing Tennessee that probably finishes sixth, I think. But that'd be a great year for Tennessee, Josh Heupel, and we're playing it. I yes. just like them because they've got a quarterback with the last name Hooker. Oh, Ryan loves hey, a hooker. He was. He does. <laughs> that he, he Jake. Was, he was very popular on Total Transfer Island a season ago. He was indeed. It was indeed was major popular. Also, uh, Mackenzie Milton was one of Riley's favorite guys, like to pick apart last year on uh, Total Transfer Island. Riley hated Mackenzie Milton. Yeah, pick apart. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. The best, the best ability is availability. Simply does not have that. Uh, we were supposed to preview games too. I've been told. Yeah, we were supposed to. Um, do we still want to do that? Why? Couldn't have faded that music down. That's just yeah, bad that's technical savvy. No, you don't have to oh, do it no. again. Too late. Bad. There you go. That was kind of better. He's still too fast. Do not do it we again. We don't need to preview games. Alabama will beat A&M. Why is TCU-Kansas the game we're previewing? I get game it's day game. is there. I, I do not care. Game day. The, the slate isn't great this weekend. It's not bad. It's not terrible. It's, right. it's not terrible. You've got I mean, OU Texas. Uh, yeah, by the way, did you see that stat? That this is the first time in forever where they're both unranked going into this matchup? Is Big Noon going there still? No, big, big Noon is Michigan-Indiana. Michigan, yeah. Even worse. Fowler and Herbie, I think, are calling OU Texas on ABC. I think. Even worse. They're both unranked. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's again, it's OU Texas. Tennessee-LSU, sneaky good game. I think that's a game that LSU could sneak out. I really do. I'm looking forward to this, um, this Utah-UCLA game. I think it's going to be very it, – it'll really see who UCLA is. Everyone will be asleep for that game on the, the East afternoon. Coast. To the afternoon. No one will be asleep for that game on the East Coast. <laughs> Except for Insane. me and all everybody I know on the East Coast who will be watching another game on the East Coast during that time. Probably one of the SEC game of the weeks. 
UCLA could win. I could see it. It's a test. I mean, obviously it's going to be – I mean, they get them at home, which I think definitely helps. I think this, this game's a blowout if it's, in, if it's in Salt Lake. I don't know if playing in the Rose Bowl is that much of an advantage for UCLA. It might be a disadvantage. Yeah. How, I mean, it's a disadvantage They have a going lower attendance than ASU does this year so far through five Isn't games. That crazy? Well, ASU has the fifth highest attendance in Pac-12 play this in Pac-12. The, uh, the Sun Devil Nation is showing out like the players have been asking for. No, we don't need to talk about the Sun Devils anymore. I am no. Well, you brought this up. Also, I brought them up mostly because it was a point mm-hmm. to UCLA. Also, by the way, the Rose Bowl is like forty-five minutes away from UCLA's campus. Yeah, I'm, it's wild. I'm not going to the game on Saturday. Thank God. I'll be listening on on Blaze Radio. Blaze Radio, BlazeRadioOnline.com. Ryan Sakura on the call. When you with Ryan Sakura. Is he really? Ryan Sakura's calling the game. Yeah, you I thought had I no was idea. wearing two suits, which I was not. People, go look at the Blaze Sports Twitter. <laughs> Subtle plug. <laughs> Tell me it doesn't look like Ryan switches from a gray to a black suit. They might. It's radio. These viewers might not know what I look like. They probably don't. Oh, you, never mind. Do not. You, we will lose listeners. Do not go and look at wow. the Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait till after. I am the smaller, more frail of the Ryans. I look like I'm malnourished. Ryan squared. Also, it was my birthday yesterday, and the Heat Check account did not tweet for it. So I asked, wow, I asked Scott, sad. and Scott was like, eh. I wasn't no, I did not say that. Wow. No. Kevin, why, the, why would you shut? I did ask you. I did not say no. eh. I said I would, and, you know, I apologize. I got a little – I was a little under the weather yesterday. A lot was going on. So You're like, you're defensive, Okay, Scott. Scott, just, Scott got really I don't Scott's like being called out board. for something I didn't do by hey. Bozo on the board. Sorry to Riley's mom who had to hear Scott yell. That's yeah. right. Sorry, Mrs. Swenson. I don't like being – I don't like well, being lied Scott, about. Well, Scott, when, when you get to be my age, when you get to be as old as me, you'll realize – Stuff like that, it, it hurts people's feelings. We gotta so. go. We gotta go to a break. Okay. Dumb tweet from Meeber. You know I love you, bro. We got. We got. We got. Kevin is got, just selling me out because he's trying Meeber. to pander. Welcome back to Heat Check. On a Wednesday night in the Bill Austin radio studio. Felt, it felt like it should have been like, you are looking live yeah. at Bryant-Denny Stadium. I'm not Brent Musburger. I'm I want to make a statement. Jake was so confused by that because he just did not watch college football yeah. pre-2021. As, as pre-coming, like, pre-coming ASU. Like yeah. that, was, that was so confusing to Jake, but everybody in this room understood. Cool. Uh, yeah, we all we we all know. Play, play centuries by follow boy, and Go I'll just. We're legends. I, I will just yes, I will just think of Marcus Mariota and those beautiful white Oregon Ducks uniforms driving down the field. Oh, the, first drive like nothing, and then the apple greens they wore in the Rose Bowl that year when oh, Jameis when Jameis fell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Jameis fell, yes. God, that was awesome. That was that was amazing. Okay. Um, according to the rundown, it's time for the weekly stock report from Scott Sanduli. Let's go, Scott. Good luck, buddy. Thanks. You practiced all week for this. Uh, I came up with this list about. No, he was making a Mets uh, hype video. Go ahead, Scott. LFGM. Uh, Stock report. Buy low. The Kentucky Wildcats. Ironic. We had them so high a couple weeks ago. You know, the opinion has changed on them. I was very impressed by their effort at Ole Miss. A game they should have won. A game they had plenty of opportunities to win, but. They were on the road. Illegal shift got them. I believe Will Levis was injured. No, uh, kind he was of. hampered. Did you? Yeah, he was hampered. The mm-hmm. Dolphins training staff said it was a back injury. <laughs> <laughs> that was a. That was good. <laughs> Might have to cut that one. 
<laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I believe that was a very winnable game for Kentucky. I believe Ole Miss is a top 11, 12 team in the country. Why? Uh, their Prove offense it. is very good. With I am a very big believer in Jackson Dart. Zach Evans is a beast, and their defense has taken remarkable strides so far. They held Will Levis to 19 points, no matter how much he might have held himself to that. But mm-hmm. Kentucky, that's a very good loss to have. And I think even with Georgia and Tennessee eventually coming up, this team is going to find more ways to win games. I don't know about against those two, but I don't see them losing a game the rest of the way outside that. By low on Kentucky. Sell high. We actually have two of them. Whoa. UCLA and LSU. Two teams wow. that are in the rankings this week that will not be in the rankings next week after they lose. LSU does not have the defense to stand up to Hendon Hooker. They cannot stop the volunteers. Tennessee is a <laughs> wagon so far this year. I love what I've seen from them. I think they're going to go into Death Valley and put LSU's SEC West hopes to rest. And UCLA, sure, good win against Washington, but 16 unanswered points in the fourth quarter, nearly blew the game at home. Now they get Utah, in my opinion, the best team in the Pac-12. It's close between them the, and the USC. The team was certainly the I best, the most complete team. Yes, the correct. most complete team. I think Florida, each week goes by, that the loss to Florida feels more and more like a fluke. It feels like it was that also was Florida the chasing the momentum of a new head coach, mm-hmm. home game. Swamp was electric. I picked Florida to win, not because I thought Florida was going to be good that week, but because that place was going to be popping, that team was going to go off, and then they were going to fall off a cliff, which they have done. Mm-hmm. Utah's very much legit. I like this. Yeah, so uh, UCLA... All they can run the ball, very good, as Ryan said, an elite level. Utah is very good stopping it, and there will be no mm-hmm. passing game with against Bishop and uh, Clark. I think that's his name. I forget. I thought it was Lewis and Clark. <laughs> oh, Clark Phillips and Cole Bishop. That's who it is. There you go. That is hard to get. A, is going to be hard to get a passing game going against them. Uh, I like the Utes to win that game pretty easily. And I don't see UCLA beating Oregon or UCLA. So this, in my opinion, will be their lone appearance in the top 25 this season. Go dogs. And we're going to hold on Georgia. I was not impressed by the last two weeks at home with Kent State and on the road against Missouri. I understand it's Georgia. And I understand not every team can win dominantly every week. But you should. That was, not, that was very concerning, what I saw against Missouri. And it's why I put them at three this week. Because I have just seen, in my opinion, more consistency out of Ohio State in the last couple of weeks. And Alabama, obviously, with the road win at Arkansas, puts you at one. So, Georgia, their schedule is, like, looking at their schedule right now, they're going to go into November undefeated. Their next their th- next three games are at home before they get Tennessee, Mississippi State, and Kentucky in November. So, we're going to see how they go against Auburn, Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. and Florida. See how they tune themselves up for that big stretch. So... Hold the dogs for now. Don't panic, but don't get crazy excited. Go Georgia Bulldogs. Who let the dogs out? All right, let's go. To Slap t- the floors. Let's go to oh. Kevin's trivia corner here. Woo! One, one, one question for you Why? all, and we're including Jake this week. This is the first time I've been a part of this because yes. I've been out of the last two welcome, shows. Welcome, Ryan and Jake. Welcome to Kevin's trivia corner. One question this week. Rise, guys. And it's just a general question where you just guess. 
Oklahoma okay. has struggled against teams whose pr one of their primary colors is purple since 2018. Yep. Kansas State. Go. No, no, no. Let him finish. Let me finish the question. Give me Oklahoma State's record. Oklahoma's, not Oklahoma State. Oklahoma's record, excuse me. Blow Oklahoma's it. record over their last 11 matchups against teams that wear purple in some capacity. So the last 20, how many? 11 games. Okay. Three they, and eight. It was 10, it was 10 regular season and one bowl game. Okay. Case three and eight. eight. Wait, 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 wait. So, um, Scott, you're going first. You're guessing three and eight. Three and eight. All right. Jake, if you have a guess ready. Uh, I'll go uh, five and six. Okay. Five and six. K-State, TCU. Ryan. Who else? Washington wears purple in this country? The Minnesota Vikings. They are a professional <laughs> the team Lakers. that would swap. The Arizona Diamondbacks. No. Occasionally the throwbacks. On, on throwback night. Throwbacks. Abilene Christian. How Steven many teams wear purple? I mean, the Phoenix Suns. I think Scott might have it on the money. I don't. Jake said what? Five and six. Jake said five and six. I'll be that one dude in the uh, the guess the number game and split the middle and go four and seven just because I know I'll be guaranteed to get somewhere close. Four and seven is Ryan's guess, and finally Riley Swenson. They got a winning record. I'm sure of it. Well, well, they're like one and four against Kansas State alone. So teams that were purple. Furman. Furman oh, mm -hmm. wears purple. The Paladins. Good name. They, Grand Canyon. Purple. Grand Canyon wears purple. I can't remember the last time they played. Them. Florida State when they wear that one, where they wear that like one jersey a month that they always kind of just throw out. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. Anyone else? Are we missing anyone? I feel like we should do a service to the people. Northwestern. Maybe. Northwestern wears purple. There it is. Yeah. That might be a. That might be one of the teams. There it is. It's um, a good. It's a good pick. Even your Northwestern. Uh, Jake, you don't know. No, I don't know. All right, Riley, Jake, get a guess know. here. What's uh, the record? Six and five. Good pick, good pick, good pick. Not so fast. Riley Swenson got music. it on the money. Yes, sir. Slap the floor. Six and five. They went good two pick. and zero in 2021 and Nicely 2018. Done. Their worst year was 2019 when they get when they went one and two against Kansas State, TCU, and LSU in a bowl game. Who's Kevin, calling? you better you better answer that who phone. Is, who is calling? That's our guest picker. Might be Meeber. I don't know. Who Besides this Jake is. Seymour, I was not told that. This is this Meeber? Why is our guest picker not coming in studio? That was my question. You'll, you'll find out in a minute But why. he's genuinely here, Kevin. Whatever. Doesn't he matter. has it. To be. It's Cronkite. People See, I, I knew it was 6-5 and five because I remember those four wins they had against Eastern Carolina because that is also a team that wears purple. And then they had their win against Abilene Christian. And they beat TCU once. That's how I knew it was six wins. I, I recalled back to those. All righty. Ladies and gentlemen. Good math. Gentlemen in the studio. Our no. second guest picker for the week. He's feeling really good about himself because he's a fan of the Jayhawks. Boys, oh God. here is Henry Dominic. He's the only one picking, and Scott <laughs> is frustrated. Scott, Scott, Scott is out of his chair. You can deal with it. You'll live. This is okay. This is good social content, though. I like it. Yes. Henry Dominic, how are you feeling about the Jayhawks this weekend? Mieber just tweeted out that he is calling. That has confirmed to me that Henry Dominic is Mieber. Whoa. This Whoa. is Whoa. news. No, I'm not Mieber, and uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling great about the Jayhawks. It's been a great season already. We didn't ask. Five and Scott, um, let the man speak. And you know we're one win away from being bowl eligible uh, at the same pace of Alabama. So yeah. you know I have to be happy about it. And and. It's a big game this week. We play TCU. It is at home. It's the last of a three-game homestand. I'm really excited. First time game days being there. I am 
I have my fingers crossed that Corso is going to put on the Jayhawk head. Uh, I'm just super excited for this week. Not tonight, sweetheart. Give me that head. That's what he's going to say. <laughs> All righty. Um, real quick, before we begin, we're going to do Green Dogs first this yeah, week. Yeah, because we, we always, at the end, we're always rushing out here because Scott takes 10 minutes to analyze TCU versus Kansas. So, <laughs> Sorry, Scott. Low blow, low blow. He's not going to do much analyzing tonight. He's going to be a little disappointed with himself. Scott, you get to go with Green Dogs uh, first. Here's the standings real quick. Ryan and Riley both have four points. I have three. Scott, you have two. Scott, you get to go first. I haven't done a thing since uh, week one. I forget who I even picked, so... Uh, Washington off some bad momentum. Arizona State off some good momentum. Games in Arizona State. Forks up. They'll cover by 14, I that, think. That game ended poorly. What momentum do they have other than the fact that their they coach recruits Arizona? The family mentality of Arizona State I'm going to go with the Sun Devils to cover. I think they Ohana. can cover two touchdowns at home against Washington on a 1 p.m. start. To I quote, can't do the Stitch voice. To but quote, yeah, I was about to say, to quote Lilo and Stitch. Ohana, Ohana means family. There you go. Um, Jake. Do you have any surprise teams that we should be on lookout for? Honestly, I, I forgot we uh, you guys do Green Dogs. No, I don't, actually. <laughs> L. Sorry. Oh, so you just tell us you don't listen to the show without yeah, telling us. Yeah, I guess us. not. I'm sorry, Riley. Uh, Ryan. Whatever. So I have been awarded with now I have four points, which puts me in a position to, you know, I'm in the lead tied with Riley. Get five. I can start to afford to just make sure I can try and rack up one-pointers and see if I can hold on to this lead. So until I have to go get two-pointers, I'm going to keep picking one-pointers. Auburn getting plus 30 at a Georgia team that struggled intrigues me. Mm-hmm. I'm a ride-or-die with T.J. Finley. He's awful. I'm aware of this. Brian Harson is not a good football coach at Auburn, that is. Yet somehow they keep playing hard for him. Auburn keeps it under 30. It's still a three-score game. Um, but Auburn covers and gets me to five points. I'll go real quick before Riley because Riley's got my favorite one. Um, I like Indiana at home. They're getting 22 and a half against Michigan. You changed that. Oh, well. I did. I did. I did change it. I, I once I said it earlier, I felt more confident about it. I don't like. I said I don't think Indiana's going to win it outright, but I think they'll keep it close, especially for a noon kickoff. So what Ryan did is he's he's down four with 18 seconds left, and he, he's going to go get a quick easy two. He's sending the point guard to the rim. He's extending the game. That's not me. We're we're shooting the three, all right. We're Roy Williams, and we're not calling the timeout. And we're getting the three up. I also want to note that uh, Jake is actually tied with Scott in Green Dog. He took Boston College last week, and Boston College won. So good job, you Jake Seymour. BC? I'm the heat check legend over here. I Do you want to take Boston win. College again this week? They're playing Clemson. Actually, I would love to. All right, so Jake has Jake Boston has College again. Well, Pro leagues. Uh, yeah, yeah, mine is it's Bandana Week, right? I don't know. It's Bandana Week for so. BC. We'll get, so, we yeah. don't know. No one cares about BC. I have football. Miami of Ohio, not not the bad Miami. I have the yeah. good Miami of Ohio, plus Action. five and a half versus Kent State because I I always like to do my green dog of teams I know nothing about because it's it's kind of fun when I wake up on Sunday morning. I'm like, man, like the Gophers lost, but good thing Akron covered. Hey, that's what I did last week. <laughs> that's what I did last week with Stephen F. Austin. That's right. Very pleasant surprise to wake up Sunday morning finding out that they, even though they lost, they covered against Sam Houston State. All right. Let's pick uh, some games. All right. Let's pick some games. Hey, Kevin, can I throw a green dog in there really quick? No. Nope. 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 If you say this one more thing to the guest, you get muted. Real quick. Go go quickly, Henry. We got to go. Michigan State, 27 points. At, uh, they're at home versus Ohio State. I'll take them. Good pick. I, I like that one, actually. I do like that one. Really bad pick, but by bad pick, I mean really good pick. Goal I think they could cover that. All right, let's go. Pick right. them. Let's TCU pick. goes to Kansas game days there. This feels like a layup for Henry, so Henry, you get to go first. Uh, Kansas, go. Riley. I'm also taking Kansas. A little voice crack there for everyone, because Kansas is good against teams that wear purple. Everyone knows this. 
All right, uh, Scotty. Horn Frogs. Ryan. TCU is really good. Max Dugan is really good. Garrett Riley is really good at calling plays. Give me the Horn Frogs. Give me Kansas at home. I think TCU is going to have a letdown after beating Oklahoma. All right. Uh, by the way, real quick, Riley's forty and twenty. Scott's forty and twenty. Ryan's forty and twenty. I'm thirty-nine and twenty-one. And I'm Kevin 84. had the best week last week. Yeah, I, well, I had the best week. Well, last other week. than you, you don't uh, count. You're the, not on the, the show full time. Four consistent members of the show. I had the best week, but Jake had the best week with eight and four me, a week ago. Me. Jake, by the way, is eight me and four. He leads devil. all guest pickers. So Henry, you got to go at least nine and three to be in first place. All right. Ooh. Texas versus Oklahoma, Red River Showdown in the Cotton Bowl. Riley, I got Oklahoma. I I think that. They're not as bad as people think, and I I don't know. It's a rivalry game. You throw out the records, throw out everything you know, and just play ball. Scotty. Quinn Ewers, according to all signs, is back. Neutral site. Welcome horns. Ryan Secor. Last time Scott picked Texas, it didn't go well for Texas. It almost went well. It almost went well. Boomer Sooner. Henry. This hurts my being, but I'm picking Texas with Quinn Ewers coming back. All right, everyone, finish the line for me now. Wait, who are you picking? Oh, Sooner. Gosh. Kevin, you know that Kevin actually let, let runs Henry the... Henry pick last. Kevin runs the big game Boomer uh, Twitter account. True story. <laughs> yep, that's me. That's a fact. It's Des Howard and Kevin conjoined together. <laughs> yep, terrible takes. Tennessee goes to Baton Rouge to take on LSU. Hen- uh, Riley, sorry. I wish I was on old Rocky Top. And they're going to win. Ryan. I struggled with this one. I think LSU is a lot better than clearly everybody else in this room thinks. And I thought Tennessee, you know, the week before they go back to the old gray, smoky uniforms, they might stumble and it could ruin their entire vibe this season. I do think their offense is just a little too good for LSU's defense. I picked the Volunteers. Scott Sanduli. Uh, I said it earlier, this will be LSU's lone appearance in the polls for a while. I'm a big fan of Hendon Hooker. I believe he should be. He is the Heisman front runner right now, along with C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. Also, top. also, I want to note they're wearing the Grays this week. I thought it was next week. No, it's this week. Mm, even worse. On the Tennessee road? still wins. Yeah, because LSU wears white at home. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> Bless you, Scott. Um, he, uh, I got Tennessee. Uh, I think it's gonna be close. Uh, Henry, who do you got? Uh, I'm thinking Tennessee because I think Jalen Daniels is, or Jaden Daniels, excuse me, is not very good. Um, that's, Elaborate. That's the all. That's the that's the elusive game day. All five of us taking Tennessee. Go Tigers! They're winning now, I guess. Alrighty, uh, Woo Pig looks to bounce back at Mississippi State with Mike Leach. Riley, I'm, I got the Hogs. They're still one of Rise guys. I think Arkansas is really good. I just think they've hit the SEC West gauntlet, where almost every team is really good. And I'm picking Mississippi State. I think Mike Leach might have a team that's a top 20 team in America. They beat Arkansas. This is a very, very close game. I was ultra impressed by Mississippi State last week against Texas A&M. However, Arkansas had some good fight after they went down. I think it was 28-0 to Alabama before Jalen Milrow happened. This is a really tough one. I think both these teams are top 20 teams with a lot of potential, but... uh, I love K.J. Jefferson. I like him a little bit more than Will Rogers, and I think Sam Pittman is a better coach than Mike Leach. Arkansas gets a big, big road win. I agree with everything Scott said. Woo pick. Henry. Um, I think Arkansas is a top 25 team. I think they hit. Uh, they have played a close, good game against A&M that was tough, and then they played Alabama, which is just tough, uh, back-to-back. 
I'm taking the pigs. He thinks. He does indeed think. We now go to the Big 12 where Oklahoma State hosts Texas Tech. Oklahoma State, I think they win going away. All right, Ryan. Um, I think we're all going to pick Oklahoma State here. I like what Texas Tech is building with uh, it's uh, Joey McGuire, not Jerry. Mm-hmm. Jerry's the movie star. Slash Joey. Show me the money! Money! Okay, uh, that was Jerry McGuire. Joey <laughs> McGuire does not get it done. Oklahoma State wins. Spencer Sanders, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky Heisman campaign building. I like it. Scotty? That's... Uh, Pretty much what Ryan said right there. Spencer Sanders is very good, as is Oklahoma State. I think if Texas should have won at Texas Tech, then Oklahoma State should have no problem. I like the paddle people here. Cowboys by a lot. Henry? Uh, Go Pokes. It's just plain and simple. Kansas fan just said go Pokes. That's so weird. He said go Pokes, and he also took the Longhorns today. Ride the Big 12. To the pack we go. Utah goes to the Rose Bowl where there will probably be a capacity of, you know, since Utah's in town, probably about 8,000 people. Um, <laughs> Riley, who you got? You know, I, I know a girl that lives in Utah. She's pretty cool, so I'll take the Utes. <laughs> Fair. I also know a girl who lives in, yeah, definitely know a girl who lives in Utah, so I'm taking Utah for that exact same reason. Scott. Uh, I'm taking Utah for more of a football reason, and that's that their defense is going to it's kind of lame. put UCLA out of its misery. So, uh, yeah, Utah by a lot. I apparently now have a mutual friend in Utah, so that's why I'm taking Utah this week. Henry. Is she a mutual friend, or is she just a friend of a friend? Oof. Facebook calls us mutual friends. Mm. Henry. Uh, very cliche. I also know someone who lives in Utah, a girl who lives in Utah, so I'm taking Utah. I didn't mean for everybody to take your joke, Riley. I'm sorry. Is, you guys ruined it. Was well, not my intention. Of well, sc- well, you that. guys got on Scott for going with football reasons, and by you guys, I mean Ryan. I didn't. I'm sorry, Riley. North Carolina goes to Hard Rock to take on a Miami team that is limping right now. This is not an opinion. This is a fact. Drake May is a top five quarterback in the country. Carolina is going to win. Sakura. He's not top five. He's top ten. I'm still picking Miami. Eventually, Cristobal's going to get a solid win to right the ship because he's too good of a football coach. His team, I don't know if they're as great as he wants them to be yet. I'm taking Miami. Took the words right out of my mouth, Ryan. Cristobal still needs a, I don't know if this is a This signature. is not a marquee win. It's not a signature win, but it's like a, oh, okay, win. So It's a Miami's still around type mm-hmm. of win. I think. Yeah, I'm going Miami. A lot of talent on that team. I think they outduel North Carolina. I want to see Mac Brown dancing in the locker room in Miami. So uh, go Heels. Uh, Henry, real quick, who you got? Uh, the U, my training partner, goes there. All righty. Next up, K State goes to Iowa State. We got to go for these next couple ones quickly. They wear purple. K State. K State. Deuce Vaughn's a dog. K State. Good pick. K State. Go Cats. Henry. K State wins Farmageddon. He's picked both Kansas schools today, ladies and gentlemen. Iowa, after surviving surviving Michigan, the fact that they didn't get blown out, now goes to take on Bielema Ball in Champaign. America needs farmers, and that's why they're going to win Iowa. Ryan? I'm also going to take Iowa. I don't know how legit Carter Brown is, the running back for Illinois. I'm curious to see it against an Iowa defense that is designed to stop the run. But Illinois also designed to stop the run. I, I and Scott's about to tell me they didn't. I don't care. They're still designed to do it. 
This one could be first one to 14 wins the football game by 14. Scott, Iowa, Illinois, who you got? I'm going to change my pick last second. I'm going to I'm going to go with Iowa too. I was going to say Illinois, but then Ryan brought up that running part and then I said but Blake Corum still mm-hmm. ran all over them and then I remembered Blake Corum might be the best one of the best running backs in the country. So, Iowa. Um I like Illinois here. I think DeVito has a big game. I'm taking I'm taking Illinois. This is a Bielma, Bielma ball game right here. Tommy DeVito, Tommy Syracuse DeVito. legend. Henry, real quick. I know nothing about Illinois, so I'm taking Iowa. That's very fair. Notre Dame hosts BYU in Vegas as part of the Shamrock Series this season. I I know uh, two girls that go to Notre Dame, so <laughs> I will I will take Notre Dame, please. I know one man who's a friend of the show that is a fan of Notre Dame, Notre Dame Nick. I'm taking the Irish as well. Scott. We're past the debacle that was Ohio State and Marshall. I think BYU, their their best. They've already played their best game against Baylor. Irish. This is the game where Marcus Freeman's defense kindly finally comes out and is the defense we were all expecting them to be. It was the be. defense they were expecting. You got that against Ohio State, though. But, but they've had a drop off the last couple of games. They get it back this week. Notre Dame. Henry. Um, I'm taking the Cougars. Uh, Henry loves a good Cougar. <laughs> uh, um, I like a good Cougar tail, but um, I think the Cougars have this one. Henry loves Cougars and Jason Tail. All righty, we got two games. We got to go quickly here through. A&M goes to Bama. Alabama, Jimbo Fisher's kid looks like an idiot on the sideline. Roll Tide, it doesn't matter if it's Jalen Milrow or if Paul Tyson comes back to replace Bryce Young or if Bryce Young plays, I'm taking Bama. I'm done doubting you, Alabama. So, Roll Tide. You ranked him one. <laughs> yep, done doubting him. Tied by a million, Henry. Tied by a million. Just right. stole his plagiarism. Yeah, exactly. We learned Take how to do that in JMC 367 today, Henry. Final game on the slate. Florida State goes to NC State. Um, I have a friend that was at the Florida State game last weekend when they lost. She will not be there this week, so they're going to win. And in case you haven't gathered here, Riley Swenson. I know a lot of girls. Mr. Worldwide, Dog. Riley Swenson. And just because of that, you know, Riley, just to spite him, I'm going to take NC State. Devin Leary is nowhere near as good as Scott thinks he is, but he's still pretty good, good enough to beat Florida State. Uh, Scott. Devin Leary is good. Thank you very much, Ryan. Devin Leary is good. He's taking NC State. All right. I got NC State. I think they bounced back. Um, liked how they hung around with Clemson, though, on the road. Henry, you had the last uh, pick of the night. Uh, I'm taking Florida State. Both Florida schools after Hurricane Ian, they're going to get it. Artie, final, everyone's favorite segment, scholarship and sanctions. Um, Sanction to what Henry just said. Sanction to the the G League for taking Scoot Henderson away from college basketball. Ryan? Scholarship to the G League for allowing us to watch a blatant exhibition between Victor Wimbanyama and Scoot Henderson. Sanction to Riley Swenson for sanctioning the G League. Scott? Scholarship to the Atlanta Braves. For humbling me very much this week. Uh, You're welcome. Ryan, this is a college basketball show. Nope. This is not a G League show. And G League counts. They're college athletes that get paid just like other college yes, athletes. My scholarship goes to Ball State for completing one of the biggest comebacks in program history to win the Battle of the Bronze Stock this past week against Northern Illinois. Because, you know, the MAC agenda lives on Henry forever. Henry was outside the studio and he didn't come in for guest this picks. Been, this, that's this great. Bye, Henry. Check. Conflicts were going to be built. This, this has been Heat Check. We'll see you next week. Blaze Radio presents... He check is that time. Don't step out of line. If we get that curse, 
check. Everybody gotta know that heat check. Everybody gotta know that we next. Doesn't matter if it's Sunday or Monday, you know that we flex. You can never make it more obvious. You checking for the heat, that's cold. That's cold, that's cold. to the top of the top of this. You can never reach these goals. in the booth and we spin the truth. We inspire the youth and we get to the loop. You do what it does and we do what it do. We turn to the max and they got you on mute. Oh, flow so high, so you know I had to run it back. Blazes a ball and we run it like a running back. Gabe, our chalk, so you know we having fun with that. Turn you in the so you know we ain't no coming back. Now we done with that.